Welcome to Career Combat with your host, Kelly Combat. Get ready to learn how to navigate the career battlefield and achieve a flawless victory. Now, here is Kelly. Welcome and welcome again. My name is Kelly Combat, and you are listening to Career Combat. I want to say welcome because I never ever take for granted that you could be doing anything in the world right now, but you are leaning into that growth mindset and you've decided to listen to Career Combat. And so if you're listening to us for the first time, Career Combat is a show that really focuses on all things careers. It's a bit different, though, because you design the show. You let us know exactly what you want to know about any part of your career. And we don't think exactly the same way when it comes to careers. It could be any kind of career. It doesn't matter if you're working in a factory, if you are working as a professional working within a corporate environment. You could also own your own business. We don't discriminate. And when it comes to careers, we know that there are so many things that we go through, don't we? We go through it all. And so what this show is also about is your power. Having that superpower, that cape, <laughs> to be able to navigate the landscape of how difficult careers can be. Because let's face it, we focus on our careers for a very long time throughout our lives. And so we want to choose wisely. We want to be able to have someone in our corner, somebody who has our back. And that's what this show is about. Think of us as almost like gladiators, not just me, not just you, but all of us. We are gladiators in this career landscape. And so today, this is all about, again, your feedback. I heard from a few folks that said, oh my gosh, I really want to know what is it like to get a coach? I need a coach. Now what? I need a coach. Now what? So that's what today's show is about. And if you want to get in on this, <laughs> you can always contact us. You can call us. And this is live. You can also download this and listen to it over and over again, because we have lots of tips, tricks, and techniques. You can write us as well. It's yes at kellycoach.com. That's Y-E-S at K-E-L-L-I-C-O-A-C-H dot com. And you can help design the show. And so today our episode is about, I need a coach, now what? And so what does that mean? When you've decided that you need a coach, I thought it would be really interesting to look at all the classic questions who, what, when, where, why, and how. Yes, that's what we're going to tackle today. And so why the topic? Why the topic of coaching? I'll tell you why. First of all, it's something that's near and dear to my heart. It's something that I do. I am a professional career coach. And I don't look at career coaching as just careers. I know that there are no lines of demarcation. Our lives, they flow right into our careers. And so that's what ends up happening in my coaching. And as a credentialed coach, 
I know it's important that quality matters. And so if you've gotten to that point of deciding, yes, I do need a coach. There are so many coaches out here. And so because of the fact that this industry has really been expanding and growing exponentially, that's why the topic. And it's also the topic because so many of you have been asking me for this focus. It's something that I love. It's something I enjoy. And it's really about helping people live their best lives. And I know you hear that all the time. How do I live my best life? How do I live authentically? How do I show up with passion? How do I make decisions? And who's going to have my back? That's what coaching is all about. And so my background in coaching began, mm, I want to say maybe about 20 years ago. And when I was focusing in a career in human resources, I felt that I was a coach because I was helping our employees through various different companies I worked for. I was helping executives. I was that neutral party, always making sure to remain neutral and really listening. However, <laughs> there's a but, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. As I was navigating my career, I got to a point in my life and I decided, what else do I want to do? Do I want to double click or double down on this thing called coaching? Because what I was noticing was coaching ended up seemingly being for only certain folks when it came to external coaches, the coaches that came into my different organizations and were providing coaching, a lot of layers of expertise, that one-on-one -on -one time beyond just human resources. It was very few and far between. They were typically executive vice presidents and C-suite that were being afforded the coaching. And I thought to myself, that's not really fair. I got older and I said to myself, I think I would like to see more people receive this beautiful thing called coaching. And so I got very serious about it and became certified and really focused on it. And I attended Rutgers, their leadership coaching course, which was extremely intense. And at the end, I really found out that I wasn't coaching all those years. <laughs> I thought I was, but I was actually providing a lot of advice. And so in today's episode, this is going to be about understanding what is coaching, what it isn't, what's the concept of it all, how it's changed, and how do I go about picking one? How do I pick a coach? Because I know I need one. So when you think about the concept of coaching, there's a theory. Many, many years ago, if you think about Cinderella or any of the stories that were rooted in fairy tales and things like that, there was something called a stagecoach. And that stagecoach took us from one place to the next. If you think about Cinderella losing the glass slipper, that was a stagecoach. And that stagecoach took the person who was in the stagecoach on a journey. And that's where the word coach came from. I know, when I first heard that, 
I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that I didn't understand the connection. But I, I love things like that. I love learning. So when I heard that, I said, wow. So I definitely wanted to share that with you today in this episode. Coaching is part of the word stagecoach, taking someone from one journey to the next, from good to great or from great to amazing. It's all about that journey, that experience, that engagement. It's, that's basically it. And so if you think about that journey, it's always about the good. And years ago, sometimes people would get a coach because something was wrong. Ooh, dum, dum, dum. something was wrong, which is not really good. That's really not the whole point of coaching. It should never be about something that's bad. Think about coaching in sports. It's always about getting better. And it's no different with life coaching or career coaching or executive coaching. It's no different. It's about good to great. It's about great to amazing. And it's about amazing to fantabulous, right? That's what coaching is all about. And so let me share with you what coaching also is. It's about that person really leaning into you and really listening at a very next level, not listening to respond, not listening to just hear you, but listening for understanding. And listening for understanding involves paying attention to every nuance of what you're saying and what you're not. Paying attention to every nuance. And if you're in person or on video, they're watching your nonverbals. And if they're really good, they're paying attention to even your breathing. The tone of what you're saying. What's lacking, what's there, what's missing. And as they are building that relationship bank account and making deposits with you, every time you have a session, they're getting to know you that much more. And you're doing most of the talking. They come prepared just to follow your energy. That's it. Just to follow your energy. They typically don't come to a session with you with pre-prescribed questions. They've done their homework if they had a previous session with you and maybe they assigned some resources to help you on that journey but they're following your energy and they're following you with every ounce of their being. It takes a lot of energy to be a coach. And so that's what coaching is. It is so beautiful because that typical engagement can be six months, nine months, a year. Maybe it's a multi-year engagement. However long it is, it's all about incremental growth. The job of the coach is to make sure that they are your eyes and your ears. Because think about that concept for a moment. We never really see ourselves, do we? We see ourselves in the mirror, but the coach can see you. The coach can hear you. And these are things that we talk about in coaching sessions 
that we typically do not talk about with our friends and family. These are the things that we get vulnerable about. And the coach is a neutral party. They're not as invested or maybe even biased as your friends and family could in fact be because we all have biases. However, that coach just wants you to succeed and just keep getting better. You already started off as great. It's just about getting even more great. So that's what coaching is. It's all about the journey. Remember I said, it's that stagecoach taking you from one place to the next and noticing things along the way. And isn't that a beautiful thing? Now, I'd love to think about the concept of what a coach is not. <laughs> what a coach is not. So if, you're, you're, if you are ready and you're thinking to yourself, I absolutely want a coach. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm there. It's a green light. Now that you've made that decision, think about the fact that coaching is not where somebody is telling you what to do. What they're doing is they're asking poignant, critical, crucial, powerful questions. They're staying locked into curiosity and they're leaning into you. And you're talking about things that again, as I said, that you may not normally talk about. And I always tell folks, get a squad. Get an internal board of directors, as I call it. An internal board of directors that you can lean on, a, a squad, if you will, of folks that will have your back. Meaning, there's mentors, there's advocates, there's allies, there's therapy, have a therapist. I always tout therapy. It's amazing. It is not coaching, however. And to have every single one of those folks on your squad is certainly an amazing thing. And so the reason why I share that with you is whenever I have an engagement and I have a coachee, I always make sure to let that client know what it is and what it isn't. Because while we can meander and speak about things that affect their confidence or anything else, and we know that that's not always career, it could be personal. But we as coaches don't have that credential many times. Some, some coaches do have both, but we don't have that background. And it's, and it's typically not something that we would do because of ethical reasons to dive into your childhood, or things that perhaps are rooted in the past. So think about coaching as today and onward, today and onward, onwards and upwards, right? That's what coaching is. And so to have that squad fully, completely filled of folks that have your back, that's really a great way forward, isn't it? And so thinking about that concept of what it is and what it isn't, think about that for a moment. Because you need to make a decision. You already said to yourself that I'm there. I, it's a green light. I want to move forward. Think about the fact that 
while you are imagining, envisioning, once you've chosen that coach, what those sessions are going to be like, all you need to think about is what it is and what it isn't. Because some of the times we can think about things and we can get stuck in the past. And we, we may want to bring those things into a coaching session. And that's okay if it's a recent past or if it's something that you haven't really been able to get past in your career. That's fine too. Your coach is paying attention to every little nuance. However, what they're not going to do if they don't have that background of either psychotherapy or being a therapist or any kind of psychology for that matter, they're not going to focus on those items. And they're going to create that agreement right from the beginning, right before they move on into a full engagement with you. They're going to make sure that you understand what you're getting and what you're not getting. And so there's so much that we can tackle with this topic. And in just a few moments, what I'd love to explore with you is what is the background of coaching, how it's changed, and what you can expect from the future of coaching. And I'd love to share with you what is it like to actually be in the midst of being coached? I'm going to also explore some questions that I received very, very recently about who should be coached, what you should find in a coach, and things like, what should I be coached on? So thank you so much for paying attention to this very important topic, and we'll see you after the break. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. 
Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. What a lovely reminder that you can always call in and provide feedback. Give us your best, right? Give us your best shot. Let us know how we're doing and also let us know what you would like for us to talk about on Career Combat. Welcome back to the show. My name is Kelly Combat. And before the break, we were talking about coaching. I need a coach. Now what? What do I do? How do I move forward? And what is this coaching thing? What is it all about? We talked about what it is and a little bit about what it isn't. And as I promised before the break, I thought it would be really, really important to talk about the elephant in the room, how coaching has changed. We're also going to tackle some more questions that I received recently around who should be coached and who should be a coach. Mm. Who should be coached and who should be a coach. <laughs> That's really interesting stuff. And when you think about the background of coaching, coaching has definitely changed. It's really evolved over the years. It's really, really become something that people are aspiring either to be or to be coached. And so I think one of the things to keep in mind is the fact that coaching primarily in the past used to be a lot in person where an engagement would be where that coach would either fly or drive or meet the person in person and either come to their job or sit across from them in an office suite and they would go through that coaching session and that entire engagement either in person or just on the phone. However, over the last few years, we've become very dependent on video chat. Lots of video chat, lots of options, lots of companies and platforms. And that has really created a really great space for coaching. Where in the exclusive comfort of your home, you can have a coach and that person can connect with you and you can really imagine all the things that you would have still received in person but on video or on the phone, if you select. Another thing that has also shifted is in the past, as I said before the break, I noticed that a lot of senior executives that were lucky to have been chosen or nominated to receive a coach, the company would double down and provide this really great investment in that person. And typically, it was a leader who was about to be right at their prime, primed for CEO or primed for C-suite, or 
they were about to retire. And what I think is absolutely lovely is now coaching has become a lot more open for many of us, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And if you think about that, why not? Why shouldn't it be available to everyone? And so when somebody asked me recently via email, they said, who should be Coach Kelly? And my response right away was everyone. I didn't even have to think about that answer. Everyone should be coached and should have the opportunity to be coached. Because doesn't everyone want to go from good to great? Doesn't everyone want to go from great to amazing? That's why it's my personal belief that everyone should be coached or at least have the opportunity to be. There's a lot of pro bono coaching out there, lots of opportunities to democratize coaching, and that's awesome. And it's better than it being only for the elite or only for certain companies who have a lot of money to spend. And so when I receive a coachee and they're being sponsored by their organization, I always start by telling them, congratulations. Because it is. It's congratulatory. Because when you receive that kind of investment, that's walking the talk. It is. And if you are uh, an entrepreneur or a slow, solopreneur and you are looking to have a coach and there isn't a sponsorship and you are the one making the investment, there are a lot of options for you to look at. There are a lot of options. There are a lot of coaching aggregators like Coach Hub, Better Up, so many. Torch, there's so many that are out here that are ready, willing, and able to provide you that one-to-one direct-to-consumer coaching. And you also have the International Coaching Federation, or ICF. ICF is a global standard for coaching. And they also have lists of coaches that you can find on their website, either globally or locally in your state, if you live in the U.S. And I know this to be certain because I serve on the board of ICF New Jersey, heading up diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so I really tout that as an option for you to look it up because coaching is out there for everyone. Now, the next question that I received recently was who should be a coach? Who should be a coach and have that as a profession? It is my understanding that coaching is for everyone. However, I do not believe that everyone has the ability to be a coach. And the reason why I say that is because it takes someone who really wants to help people, someone who is ready, willing, and able to listen and listen at that third level of listening. That person should want to be passionate about the journey, be passionate about paying attention to the nuances and leaning into that person and not just telling them what to do, but having the faith in them that the client knows and has the answer within them. They do. 
It's that faith in that entire journey that they have the answers all along. You are the eyes and the ears of your client. And so the reason why I say not everyone should be a coach is because, quite honestly, there are some folks who do not want to have that kind of faith in someone or have the energy that it takes to pour into someone like that. Because most of my coaching is online that I do. And so I'm drowning out the entire household that I have. (laughs) And I am not paying attention to anything else that's going on. Any running through the house, nothing. I am pouring myself into the person I'm speaking with. And it takes a lot of energy to do that. And so that's something to consider when you are selecting a coach. How passionate is that person about that craft? Because after all, the reason why when we have a coaching business, it is called a practice. And it's called a practice for a reason. It's because it's always about the practice and never about being perfect. We as coaches are always striving to be better. And if you really are worth your salt as a coach, you are always improving. Always improving. Whether or not you're reading or taking a workshop or always looking to be better, you're never at your peak. That's why it's called a practice. So let that marinate for a moment. Let that marinate for a moment while I think of the next question that I received. It was funny. It was about four days ago, and I received an email that said, what should I look for in a coach? And I had to really think about that one because I said, wow, that's that's a toughie because there are so many things. Oh, my gosh, I could probably speak for maybe about three hours on just that question alone because it ebbs and flows. And it changes with what your needs are. And just like we all have fingerprints, we are all different in terms of what we need in a coach. So one of the first things to consider, and I always like saying that because I don't ever want to tell you what to do. I'd love to be able to offer up things for you to think about or to consider. Before you start looking for a coach, The precursor to that is check your ants, A-N-T-S, check your ants. (laughs) What what is that? A-N-T-S, ants are automatic negative thoughts, automatic negative thoughts, ants. I told you I love my acronyms. And it's just so easy to remember, isn't it? Automatic negative thoughts, ants. And that could go along not just with before you go into a coaching engagement or before you choose a coach or or even just in life. Working with your family members, your partner, your your the people in your workplace or the clients that you may have as an entrepreneur. Check your automatic negative thoughts because I promise you it will go a long way so that you can have an open mind 
to some of the things that you need to consider in this case before you select a coach and before you start considering what your needs are. Because coaching is all about the growth mindset as opposed to a fixed mindset. So check the ants, the automatic negative thoughts. And just like ants, if you saw an ant in your home, don't you want to take care of that ant? Maybe shepherd it outside or, or however you deal with ants. You don't keep it around. And that's the same concept with ants before you go on this coaching journey of considering what you should be looking for in a coach. And the reason why I offer that up is because typically we tend to assimilate. We all have biases. We do. No matter what our age or our national origin, we all typically have our biases. And if you are focusing on automatic negative thoughts and those thoughts are permeating your brain, you may be negative about perhaps choosing a coach who is not like you, who doesn't look like you, who doesn't have your personality preference or communication style. I say stretch yourself. Stretch yourself and you never know how far you can go if you just be open and check your automatic negative thoughts or the ants. Another thing to consider in looking for a coach is beyond just pushing yourself and not focusing on, I need someone who's just like me. I know it could be tempting to have someone just like you whose style of speech and everything is exactly the same. But think about how much you would learn from the person who perhaps is going to ask different kinds of questions that you may not be used to and have a style that you may not be used to. That way you might grow as a leader. But chemistry matters. Chemistry matters. It's, I always like to equate things like searching for a job and searching for a coach, like dating. It is relationship-based. It really is. Because you have to have that chemistry. And sometimes it's important to consider, am I resonating with this person? And you're only going to know that if you have an exploratory meeting. And a lot of coaches will provide that. They will offer up that first session for free. Maybe it's 15 minutes for determining chemistry or 30 minutes. Sometimes it's even an hour. It depends on the coach. Take advantage is what I'm saying. Take advantage and take your time. It's a great option to consider because that way you don't make a rush decision. You can check it out, kick the tires and understand what it's like to be in a coaching session with that coach. And how do you determine chemistry? Only you can determine that. It's up to you to decide that. You know it in your gut. It's your own intuition and trust that intuition those are the things to think about how it's feeling, how it's moving, what you're learning, what kinds of questions you're receiving. 
And it's nice to be able to have those light bulb moments, those those moments where you just sit back in your chair or stand back if you're standing at a standing desk or if you're in your wheelchair and you consider, wow, that was powerful. That was a great curious question. Those are the moments that matter. The moments that matter are the moments when you can feel the blood pumping. You can feel that you are learning and that you are growing. And I promise you, if that feeling is there, you'll get it in that very session. It only takes one light bulb moment, one aha moment to know that, wow, I think this is someone who's going to help me move the needle. Notice how I said, help me move the needle. After all, the coach is the accountability buddy. This is the person who's right there by your side, paying attention to what you're saying and what you're not saying, following your energy and making sure to hold you accountable. You're the one crafting your goals. They're just coactively helping you create those goals. So we covered a lot of topics in the last few moments, haven't we? We've covered a lot. And in just a few moments, we're going to have a break. And after the break, we're going to come back and talk about all the plethora of kinds of coaching that's out there, because there's a lot to choose from. We're going to also talk a little bit more about what you should look for in a coach, because you've got a lot of options, not just with the kind of coach that you select, but also with what are you going to focus on exactly, whether it's wellness or your, your, just your total life. There's so many opportunities, a myriad of opportunities. We'll also talk about where to look for a coach. So get ready, get set, because we've got lots, lots more to share after the break. Thanks for your attention. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. When there is a war on talent, you have to go to combat. What is career combat? Career combat is your destination for real career talk and real career advice. Here, you'll hear from the brightest and best in the business to get the answers that you've been craving. How do I get the job? How do I switch careers? How do I start my own business? How do I find my career passion? How do I find a great coach? This show is designed around you. Your questions answered live. The topics created by you. What are you waiting for? Check out Career Combat wherever you get your podcasts. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Men are currently in a mental health crisis. Suicide, addiction, and loneliness are on the rise. Men need mentorship, community, and guidance. 
On the Men's Therapy Podcast with Mark Azulay, you'll hear from experts on topics that men care about the most. Financial health, relationships, fitness, emotional management, and lifestyle design. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to Career Combat with Kelly Combat. Have a question for Kelly or her guests? Join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back, indeed. This is Career Combat, and I'm your host, Kelly Combat. And before the break, we were talking about a whole lot. There were just a a very big big mixed bag of lots of information uh, that I shared. And we talked about, I want to coach. Now what? How do I move forward? What is coaching? What's the background of it? How has it changed? All the things, all the things and all the tea. And one thing is for true. One thing I know for certain, and that is picking a coach can be hard. Let's just call it what it is. Call a thing a thing, as Ayala Van Sant always says, and I love her. One of the things I like to really pay attention to when choosing a coach, because guess what, folks? I have a coach as well, and I get coached because long time ago, I really got the great advice that the best coaches get coached. I'll say it again. The best coaches get coached. So that's a question to consider on your checklist when you are searching for a coach. Be upfront and ask them, are you involved in getting coached? Do you have a coach yourself? Or however you want to ask that person. Because it's very telling if they're on that journey of learning, of developing empathy. It's a great way to really be on the other side of things If you are getting coached yourself, if you're a coach. So that's a great thing to ask. And some of the other things that before the break, I was talking about the similarities between looking for a partner or when a partner arrives, maybe you're not even looking and that person just shows up. The things to consider, it's no different than considering a coach or someone that you want as a part of that internal board of directors. We talked about a squad earlier, however you want to call it, your team, having a therapist, having a mentor, having an advocate, having an ally. And they are all very different things. If you work in corporate, that advocate is that person who is, what do they say on Hamilton, in the room where it happens? (laughs) that's the person who is going to provide you that backup. They're going to speak on your behalf. But that's not what a coach does. The coach is the person who's going to be reading the room. They're definitely self-aware. They're paying attention to you. They're listening for understanding, not listening to respond. They're not about to just jump in and 
be taking over the conversation and speaking 70 or 80% of the time in your call. They're going to be the one letting you do the work. And they're there to help you. They're there to support you. And follow your energy and ask the questions that are pertinent and definitely curious. So think about the respect factor. As you are having an exploratory meeting with that coach, do you feel respected? And you would only be able to tell that if you have that introductory session. Do you feel respected? Do you feel as if what you said as a goal is being listened to and listened to on that third level of listening? When you talk about your goals, did they really hear that? Are they showing up with empathy? Do they have a great level of emotional intelligence? Because think about it, everybody. There's lots of different kinds of intelligence that matters. There's emotional intelligence, typical IQ as well, as well as cultural intelligence. And all three are equally as important. You want a coach that thinks on their feet, that's able to really ride that joyful ride with you in terms of coaching. And they can go toe-to-toe and listen and hang with you and respect you in the way that you deserve. So curiosity matters, emotional intelligence matters, empathy matters, and you just have to be comfortable with that person. And the coach should be comfortable with silence. Are they able to just be patient and let you land where you're going to land and be there for you when you need them most? So there's so many signs to look for. The curious factor, the empathy factor, listening for understanding, all kinds of things. Respect is number one, isn't it? Isn't that the way the song goes? <laughs> it is. It's everything to me. It really is. And it's no different when I've chosen coaches to coach me. And it's also no different as to how I show up as a coach. Really important stuff. We also talked about the fact that there are a lot of niches out here. And what exactly is a niche? Well, it's a specific point of focus for what a coach sometimes, not all the time, wants to drive their business down into, meaning a specialty. So sometimes you'll have, and notice how I said sometimes, sometimes you have coaches who focus only on wellness, life, executive coaching, business sales coaching, career in general, or finance. I've seen so many specific kinds of coaching. It's just amazing. There are so many coaches out here. I recently, I think it was maybe about four months ago, I was networking and I really was having a great conversation with this person 
who told me that they are a divorce coach. I've also met a person who is a coach specializing in real estate coaching. So this was a person who was a a former realtor who turned into a coach, got some coaching training and decided that they wanted to help someone with this one person. It started with one client. They wanted to focus their niche or their specialty in the home buying process. What to focus on, how to support someone in that process, because we know it can be hard, just like our careers are hard. There's so many aspects to life that can be difficult, but because this is called career combat, I'll focus on careers. I just wanted to share with you all the options that are out here for you when it comes to your whole life and your whole existence. There's lots of specialties or niches And it's up to you to decide what your needs are for the moment. And we know that those moments change. If you would like someone who's just very open, that's great. They can be a generic coach and there's lots of them out here. Not every coach has a niche and they don't necessarily have to have that. It's just a personal preference that they may want to pursue because they have that background or because They have an affinity. It's just their love is the thing that they want to focus on most. That's awesome. And it's also awesome to be able to maybe focus on your executive presence, how you show up in that boardroom or online, how you're able to present with confidence. How are you able to be able to hold those kinds of conversations that matter? the ones that are scary, critical and crucial conversations, right? There are coaches who are able to focus specifically on that because they have a background in broadcasting or because they have a background in presenting to large groups, town halls, and they can help really provide framework for your speeches, being able to create stories, being able to land a conversation in a very powerful way and keep improving. Because even the best and brightest people on TED Talks, they have coaches, don't they? They absolutely do. And so where do you look for a coach? I mentioned a couple of things that you could consider. There are a couple of generic websites. You've got coaching associations like the International Coaching Federation. There are other coaching associations that are global because we know that this is not just in the U.S. This is all around the world. People need coaches. And you can always make sure to either drill it down if you have a specific need or you're looking for a coach that has a niche. Or you could keep it generic and just say, I'd like a life coach or I'd like a career coach and you'll find what you need. Look for their background, look for their specialty or not and consider their their training, consider the things that they've experienced. And some of those questions to consider like, have you ever been coached 
or do you currently have a coach? A typical coaching engagement is about six to nine months, and sometimes it's a year, because that's enough time to be able to exactly have a journey and, and, and be able to see some progress. If it's too short, then you, won't, you really won't be able to see the benefit. And the sweet spot for having your coaching sessions is every two weeks. Once a month is just not enough to see the growth and the progress. I sometimes have coaches who meet with me every week. And that's great. It's whatever your needs are and listen to those needs. The sweet spot on average is every two weeks. And so what have we talked about today? Oh my goodness, we've talked about so much. The whole point of it was, I need a coach, now what? We covered what coaching is, what it isn't, all the things to consider, the who, the what, the why, the when, the where, the how, all the classic questions that create specificity for your journey. And so this is the thing I want you to keep in mind. This is what this show is about, tackling the questions that you will always have with regards to greatness in your career. Be a gladiator, everybody. Put on that cape, put on that armor, and be a gladiator when it comes to owning your power. That's what we would love for you to do. And I know I don't pretend to have confidence every single day. I don't. It's okay. I look up my schedule and I see when I can meet with my coach, pun intended. <laughs> it's so true. And so we've got so much that we covered today. And today is not the only day that we're going to be tackling the questions that are important to you. On our next show, the point of it all is going to be, we know that we have conflict from time to time at work. It happens. So, I got a lot of feedback recently that people are going through it. So the next show is called, I Have Conflict at Work. Now what? Ooh, <laughs> that's a toughie, isn't it? It truly is. I have conflict at work. Now what? You're going to get all the tips, tricks, and techniques that you would ever want to have when you have conflict. Not Notice how I said when, not if. Because... We as humans, we go through it and you will have conflict at work. So now what are you going to do about it? Well, you can tune in and you'll be able to get those answers. Before I wrap, I'd like to share with you one consideration. As I said before today, regarding getting a coach, you deserve to be heard. I'll say it again. You deserve to be heard. Never, ever forget that. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Kelly Combat, and you've been listening to Career Combat. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Career Combat with Kelly Combat. We hope we've given you the tools to navigate your career quandaries. Until we talk again next week, have a beautiful week. 